I put a spell on you, and now you're mine. I put a spell on you. Because you're fine. Ooh! I'm just kidding. <laughs> How did I know that your Bette Midler would be great? How did I know? Oh my goodness. Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, where we've been to hell and we find it quite lovely. I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And this week we are covering the 1993 Halloween staple, Hocus Pocus. Once again, you a little baby. I was. You a little baby, Carrie. Mm-hmm. 1993. Why did it come out in July? Because they didn't want it to interfere with Nightmare Before Christmas. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Is Nightmare Before Christmas from 1993? There's no way it's that. It is. You look like, I'm sorry, The pardon the pun, you look like you've just seen a ghost. It, it, like, <laughs> it's a Halloween movie, but it was released in the summertime, and it is 90,000 goddamn degrees outside. Yeah. Have you been outside? It's a little muggy. Jump back. Twist the bones and bend the back. Back in 1693, the people of Salem, Massachusetts... Witches! ...thought they got rid of the Sanderson sisters for good. Uh, We shall be back! 300 years later, it's Halloween Eve, and they're back. Uh Uh-oh. We are home! Are you boys a little old to be trick-or-treating? Talking about three ancient hags versus the 20th century. How bad can it be? Now they're digging up old friends. <laughs> and running amok. Looking for the one thing they miss most. You stay for supper. I'm not hungry. Oh, but we are. <laughs> Only one boy has the power to stop them. Prepare to die again. You have no power. Before all Salem falls under their spell. Walt Disney Pictures presents Bette Midler. Hello. Sarah Jessica Parker. Would thou dance with me? And Kathy Najimi. Hocus Pocus. Into the night! They love to fly. And it shows. Good night. Sleep tight. No screaming. <laughs> produced by David Kirshner. Mm-hmm. He's involved with some of our favorite things. He produced Cats Don't Dance. Ooh! And I think he wrote, co-wrote, The Page Master with somebody else. Really? Yes. Huh. I know, right? I forget about the page master until someone brings it up. And I'm like, wow! We have got to cover the page master. We sure do. Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. Who stars, Carrie Ann? Who stars? None other than the incomparable Bette Midler. Bette Midler, everyone. Guys. (laughs) One of her most iconic roles. I know. She is known for it. She does it every year. She dresses. She, like, she dresses as Winnie on tour. Yeah, like, guys, if you don't follow Bette Midler on Twitter, follow Bette Midler on Twitter. You will thank me. We also have Peggy Hill. Oh my God, Kathy Najimi. Kathy Najimi. Also from Cats Don't Dance. Oh, she's Tilly. Um, Tilly the hippo. She, yeah, <laughs> she's Tilly. Sarah Jessica Parker. I love her in this movie. I think her talents have been wasted, especially in recent years. Like, if she'd been given more character roles, I think we would have seen better things. Sarah Jessica Parker, her first big thing was being in the original Broadway production of Annie. She was one of the orphans in the original Broadway production of Annie. You're kidding No. Me. Yeah. She was, uh, Ducky or something, I think. Because, <laughs> you know, they had... Tessie, somebody! Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you, this... Okay, the guy who plays our hero. What a name. Omri Katz? You know who was offered that role? Who? Leonardo DiCaprio! Was he really? How does he keep coming back? 
into this conversation. I honestly think Leo... I didn't invite him. I honestly would prefer Leo. I Honest to God, I would too. Yeah, he would have been great at this young juncture in his life. He didn't do it because he was going to go work on Gilbert Grape. Oh. I think... <laughs> I understand. I think he made the right choice. Ugh. This uh, This kid that they did choose, you might know him from Erie, Indiana. He's not from Erie, Indiana. Yeah, he's, he's one of the kids in Erie. Um, it's, uh, it, it aired right before you were born, 91, 92. And, uh, I think that's why they picked him. I think this is where they picked him from was this project. Let's not forget about little baby Thora Birch. Thora Birch. Why am I forgetting Thora Birch? Also, no, we'll get to that. Let's dive in, shall we? (laughs) I I want to talk about this, but I have to wait till we get there. (laughs) We open with the book. How many have seen opening the book before? (laughs) You are... Get out of my head because you are tying that into what I was just thinking about. I hate you. (laughs) But yeah, so we're opening the book and we're like whooshed into a landscape. October 31st, 1693. Salem, Massachusetts. Now, what was that thing that was going on around that time? Mm. The thing where they were burning women at the stake for no reason at all? Really? I thought they were all living in harmony. Yeah, I would like to start this conversation by saying one thing. What the hell kind of name is Thackeray? I thought Thackeray was a preservatives company. (laughs) No way! Have you tried Thackeray blackberries? Thackeray strawberries? Thackeray grapes? (laughs) This episode sponsored by Thackeray Preserves. (laughs) Oh my god. He wakes up looking for his little sister Emily. She's missing from her bed. He finds her outside chasing some purple smoke into the woods beyond the village. That's always good. Yeah. This was shot on, like, an actual, like, Connor Prairie type place. Of course. It was, like, a colonial, like, village or something where you went and you watched people do shit we don't do anymore. Is it the same? You know they did that on Oprah. No, they- What? Oprah and Gail went (laughs) to one of those villages where you live, like, it's 1693. We meet this other boy. I guess his name's Elijah or something. Elgily. It's not important. Elias. Elijah! Elijah! Pass to see my sister Emily. Hey. But look- they conjure. Oh, God. The woods! She's done for. Not yet. You wake my father. Summon the elders. Go! I love the music that's playing over this. It's like we're getting... It's like we're on our way to some buried treasure or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's very yo-ho. Uh-huh. Thackeray follows Emily. Oh, I hate his stupid name. Yeah, just say Banks. Okay. That's what we're gonna have to do. <laughs> I'm not saying Thackeray through the whole thing. They follow Emily to the Sanderson sisters' cottage. Notorious place in the middle of the woods. It reminds me of one of those little houses that you see in the holiday displays of, like, the villages. Uh, Like the one Laura has. Yeah. 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 Except instead of Christmas, it's Halloween. Uh Because they have those too. Exactly. The Sanderson sisters are witches. They live in this huge cottage with, like, a bunch of witchy stuff you know, no all, one smelled that shit out there. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on. All the stuff you expect to see, like the beakers and the books and the magical furry things that may or may not be alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're just coaxing unsuspecting children into their house. Yeah. Because they're going to steal their youth and live forever. Mm. A common theme amongst the evil. Yeah, especially among witches. <laughs> like, witches just want to take the years you have left. Yeah. Winifred. Who is a thousand percent me. Yeah. Is played by Bette Midler. I am totally Mary. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I am 100%. I'm a, I'm a million percent Mary. <laughs> With, like, your enhanced sense of smell. hmm I love Winifred. <laughs> like, the first thing we ever hear from her is... Oh, look. Another glorious morning. Makes me sick. That's so me! Makes me sick. She has a pet book. An actual monster book of monsters yes, textbook. Yes. <laughs> this is like her book of spells. Her little tome of evil knowledge. Her little sentient cookbook. <laughs> it's so creepy with Just the one blinking the eye. The one eye. And it's furry on the outside. I know. Ugh. It literally is the monster book of monsters. When you look at Winnie, I-, I don't know what's more distracting. The false teeth or the five head from the wig. I think she looks like Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> I think she looks like Elizabeth I with that haircut. She is large and in charge. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you say you're Mary. Yeah, no. Winifred <laughs> is green, mean, and doing lean. And Mary is 
Mary is kind of like the yes woman of the uh-huh. group. Like, she's very attendant to Winifred, who is a genius and can do no wrong. Winnie! <laughs> <laughs> she's so fucking weird. And then we have Sarah Jessica Parker as Sarah. Sarah, in general, has this whole problem where she doesn't think before she speaks. Yeah. If there's anything going on up there at all. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just... She's always thinking about something else, man. It doesn't matter what's going on. Monkey with symbols. <laughs> I love her, though. Yeah. She's my favorite out of all three of them. What? No, no, no. Like, I am Winifred, okay? But Sarah's my favorite witch. Mm. She's just funny. I love it. They're whipping up a, quote, life potion. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to... Lean. F- <laughs> Stop it with the lean. <laughs> They're going to give it to Emily so they can steal her youth. Mm-hmm. And that's horrifying. to drink your vital essence. Exactly! Yeah, like... Big Skeksy vibes. <laughs> and Thackeray tries to intervene, because it's like his kid sister. Yeah. He'll be in trouble if he lets her die. Yeah. And they steal this little girl's life force to be young again, because they magic him out of the way. Mm-hmm. They just kind of, you know... Sip on that good life force. They literally, literally suck it out of her. Especially evil when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. She's a child. Yeah. Don't think about it too much. Mm. We, we won't have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> now they've got to deal with Thackeray here. Winnie calls on the book to offer a solution. Mm. Book? Darling? Come to mommy. Yes. His punishment must be more fulsome, more lingering. <laughs> Dazzle me, my darling. Winnie is somehow a genius because instead of just dispatching him, she curses him with eternal life. Evil. But wait, there's more bad news. Well, maybe it's good news depending on who you are. Makes him immortal. And what else? Turns him into a cat. Jesus. If you call him Thackeray one more time, I'm going to slap you. Sometimes I feel like... (laughs) Okay, I'll call- I'm kidding. You know, I- I'll call him Banks. I'll call him Banks. Ding dong! There's an angry mob at the door. Huh, where's my daughter gone to? Where's my son? I love how they're just like, oh, no, no. No witches in here. <laughs> Real smooth. So, Emily's dead. Banks is a cat forever. And the Sanderson sisters are meeting their maker. Yeah. Nooses around their necks. Winnie proclaims. Oh, I'll have you. My ungodly book speaks to you when all Hallow's Eve and the moon is around. A virgin will summon us from under the ground. <laughs> That's a weird plot point, but okay. It sure is. No, there's a lot of uh, jokes organized around the fact that Max is a virgin. The black flame candle. Yes, a virgin must light the black flame candle. It breaks my heart when I see Kitty Cat Thackeray. He can't get his father's attention. Oh, yeah, because they hang the witches, and yeah. then th- he's, like, curling up to him, and he's going in between his feet and rubbing on him, and he's like, ah, get away. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. He can talk to the kids. Yeah. Why couldn't he be like, hey, Dad? Maybe it's something he had to learn to do. <laughs> Was human MCAT now? I have to learn to talk in English again. <laughs> he had 300 years to do it. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> I mean... But guess what? It's all been a narrative device. So I guess it doesn't really matter anyway, because it's just the teacher retelling it to her class. Star Wars screen pan. Yeah. (laughs) October 31st, 1993. And so the Sanderson sisters were hanged by the Salem town folk. Now there are those who say that on Halloween night, a black cat still guards the old Sanderson house. Every single time person in America has had a teacher like this at least once. She's very festive. I love her so much. She's got that outfit on, very festive Halloween outfit. She's wearing a witch's cap. Uh She's being very dramatic. Yes. Max Dennison, our protagonist, is over here like, yeah, right. I'm from LA. We don't believe in that shit out there. Him and his California casual wardrobe. Halloween was made up by the candy companies to sell more candy. You're full of shit. That was Valentine's Day, sir. Yeah. (laughs) He's new here, and it's obvious because he does not buy into the local culture. But he does swim pretty good. Pretty girl. Yeah. Pretty girl. He sings, he swims pretty girl. 
her name is Allison. She's schooling him on the origins of Halloween. She's like, you don't come from Salem. You don't know what we go through. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Every goddamn day is Halloween around here. Every season, Halloween, Salem witch trials, tourists, candy. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the dentist industry in that in that area of the country is... Massachusetts? Oh, yeah. Because it's like fall all year around up there, right? Yeah, no. The... I don't mean the weather. I mean, like, everybody's just like pumpkin spice. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a town called Pumpkin Spice. No, there's not. Welcome to Pumpkin Spice, Massachusetts. <laughs> he gives her his number in front of the whole class. I know. You got big brass balls, Max. <laughs> I would not have had half the gumption to do that. It's weird. I'm not going to say it's not weird, but would you have done that in school? So not. Yeah. So not. I would have been teased and laughed at. I love how she just gives it back to him. Yeah. She's like, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) So Max is on his way out of school, right? He takes a shortcut through a graveyard on his bike to get home. And then we meet. It's Jay and Ernie. Oh, excuse me. I mean, ice. I'm Jay. This is Ernie. How many times I gotta tell you? My name ain't Ernie no more. It's ice. I forgot that he had his name buzzed into the back of his head, I and s- I almost choked on my coat. I, that is such a 90s thing. <laughs> Those two motherfuckers look like they do nothing but smoke pot in their attic all day. And, and just hit kids up for their shoes? And listen to Nirvana. Like, that's all, yeah. And, oh yeah, they take his fucking shoes. They're just here to rob him. How are the townies? <laughs> they are some of the biggest doofuses I have ever seen. Ernie. Yeah. He deserves that. Come on. Max comes home and turns on the angsty teenager routine. Yeah, he just was like, I hate school. I hate life. Why'd you make me move here? Yeah, nothing makes sense anymore. Conflict. Yeah. (laughs) He's not adjusting well. Inner conflict. I love how the mom notices he doesn't have his shoes and his dad's like, hmm, must be some form of protest. Really? (laughs) Dad's in 90s? Really? (laughs) Max goes into his room. He's just sitting down on his bed. He's settling down to have a wet dream about Allison. <laughs> and his little sister, Danny, pops out of the closet. You're so soft. I just want to... <laughs> Danny! <laughs> I scared you. I scared you. Ha 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 ha. She's such a baby, yeah. little Thora Birch. You must know her more than I do, because I this is the only thing I know her from. Yeah, she's been in some of my favorite things. Oh, okay. She was in Ghost World, which is an adaptation of a graphic novel I like. Uh-huh. She wants him to take her trick-or-treating. No. I know. He's, <laughs> he's such a meanie. Yeah, he says no. He doesn't... Yeah, he is a meanie. He's a doo-doo head. He's, he's a meanie older sibling. Hmm. You know what he says to her? What? Guess what? You're gonna take the trick-or-treating. Not this year, Danny. Mom said you have to. Well, she can take you. She and Dad are going to the party at Town Hall. Well, you're eight. Go by yourself. You're eight. Go by yourself. Crazy. Boy, was that a simpler time or what? Yeah, it sure was. She's eight years old! Mm -hmm. But you know they did it? Yeah! Yeah, they did it back then. Watching this now, I realize that I treated you this way when we were children, and I would like to take this opportunity right now to apologize for that. He's such a dick. Yeah, you were. And I'm... (laughs) There's a similar age difference, and there was an age where you just clung on to me and wouldn't let go. Mm -hmm. Because I loved you. I know, and I just kept shaking my leg trying to get rid of you. No, no love. You're annoying. (laughs) That's what happens when you're a teenager. I know. I'm sorry. I know. I don't don't hold it against you. No, I know. I just feel bad about it. Because he's a dick! Yeah. They're trick-or-treating, and he's being such a buzzkill. I know. Let the girl have a good time. She's dressed as a witch. Yes, she is. She went as a witch. You also went as a witch. Why? (laughs) Why why did you have... When you were like eight years old. Rossi, what do you want to be for Halloween? I want to be a witch. (laughs) Well, buddy, what about a warlock? You want that's that's a boy witch. You want to be a warlock? And I went, "No, I want to be a girl witch." And I did. Good for you. <laughs> we run into Jay and Ernie again. God. Danny gives no shits and I am here for it. Uh-huh. Yo. Twerp. How'd you like to be hung off that telephone pole? <laughs> I just like to see you try cuz it just so happens I've got my big brother with me. Max. <laughs> 
Max has to give them his candy just so they won't beat him up. Yeah. Max is such a prick, and he tells Danny to just get out of his life. She's an eight-year-old child. Yeah. What a cruel thing to say to a child. Lighten up. He apologizes. He just misses Callie. They make up. They come up on this huge house. Wow. Check out this house. Huh? Rich people. They're probably making string cider and bob for apples. No girl, full bars! Yeah. Full... You're not thinking about this right! That's my favorite episode of Bob's Burgers. Full, full bars? bars? Full bars! Do they know? <laughs> These people don't have full bars, but they do have cider. Mm-hmm. Whose house is it, Ross? Oh, yeah. It's lovely Allison's house. Yes. Danny is not passing up a single opportunity to embarrass him throughout this whole exchange. She goes right for the candy, too. She... She's not wasting time. And then that pretty girl comes up to him and he's like, oh, oh my God, this is your house? And she's like, yeah, my parents are loaded. Yeah. (laughs) I have never in my young life heard another person in this world refer to breasts as yabos. By the way, Danny, I love your costume. Thank you. I really like yours too. Of course, I couldn't wear anything like that because I don't have any, what do you call them, Max? Yabos? (laughs) Max likes your yabos. In fact, he loves them. <laughs> That's right. She calls them yabos. I love her. Danny. I love her so much. What a little shit. She, she's earned it. Yeah. He's been a colossal prick. <laughs> Allison's mom used to run the local Sanderson Sisters Museum. Oh, how convenient. Yeah. <laughs> and in order to get under her petticoat, he suggests they go up there to see if it's really haunted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how... He's trying to convince Danny to go along with this, and she's like, just take her to the movies like a normal person. Yeah, like, why is the eight-year-old the voice of reason here? (laughs) How long has this museum been closed? It takes decades to form this kind of cobwebbery. Yeah, it's it's pretty dank. Like, it's pretty corroded. I hope my house gets turned into a museum when I die. They'd have, like, my laptop with all the Steven Universe stickers on it under glass. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, look, honey, it's an empty yellowtail bottle. (laughs) She actually drank from this yellowtail bottle. (laughs) (laughs) And look, her used makeup sponge collection. Yuck. (laughs) So Max is trying to be Mick Jagger or something. And he's like, hey, let's light this haunted candle and try to resurrect them. Remember the prophecy? A virgin has to light this candle on Halloween. Yeah, and he's a total virgin. Yeah, <laughs> the presumption here is, is that he thinks that she believes in this stuff, and he definitely doesn't. Yeah. And so he's going to light this candle, and he knows that nothing's going to happen. Yeah, let's take so out the Ouija board and ask some questions. He's trying to build a sexual, cre- he's trying to build sexual experience cred by doing this candle thing. Yeah. Because he knows he's going to light it and nothing's going to happen. So she's going to think he's an experienced young buck. Uh-huh. It's so yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, Max. You've had your fun. It's time to go. Come on, Allison. Max, she's right. Let's go. Oh, come on. It's just a bunch of hocus pocus. They said it. They said it. They said it. They said it. <laughs> they, said the, they said the title of the movie in the movie. Is he trying to prove he's not a virgin is that the gag i I, you know what i guess you're answering my question from earlier maybe that yeah maybe that's what that's all about (laughs) stupid boys always ruining everything he lights this candle the black flame candle is lit and there goes the neighborhood Mm -hmm. the whole room starts shaking and there's green light coming from nowhere and then it all suddenly stops The front door swings open and the Sanderson sisters are in the house. (laughs) We're home. Oh, sweet revenge. Do these of us? My curse worked perfectly. That's because they were perfect. They come in and they love the way the place looks. Yeah. <laughs> Barely anything has changed to hear them tell it. <laughs> All of a sudden, Mary's tapping Winnie. She has this enhanced sense of smell. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I smell children. Peggy. She's the weirdest. Peggy Come Hill. on, Peggy. 
and again, we have the smelling of children, mm-hmm. like the witches in that other movie. Yeah, the witches can. They can smell kids. <laughs> a dirty child, it's the dirt she smells. A clean child, it, it is, is the, the child. child. That's that's terrifying. I know. Witch culture. Yeah. <laughs> Danny has some balls on her. Yeah. She's like fronting as a sister witch. She just leaps out. That's some amazing improv skills. Mm. Tell me, dumpling. What is the year? 1993. <gasps> Sisters? We have been gone 300 years. Well, Winnie, how time flies, huh? When you're dead. <laughs> it's been great fun, but I, I guess I better be going. Oh, stay for supper. I'm, I'm, I'm not hungry. Oh, but we are. So they're going to make a Danny stew when Mm -hmm. Max pops up to intervene. This seems pretty familiar, huh? This kind of happened like half an hour ago. Mm, 300 years ago. Yeah, half an hour ago. (laughs) 300 years ago for them, half an hour for us. Mm -hmm. There's a struggle. Max eventually gets the upper hand by turning on the sprinklers and terrifying them. Yeah. Because they're from the the, the 17th century. Mm -hmm. They don't know from our fancy highfalutin technology. There's water coming out of the ceiling. (laughs) And then we're not outside. (laughs) I love how they just accept it. They just fall on the ground so the kids can run away. Max steals the book because like Thackeray, I'm sorry, Banks, Binks finally makes his presence known Mm -hmm. because he's just kind of been stalking around for the last 300 years. Yeah, (laughs) Like, he helps the kids escape. I love how the witches are chasing after them and all of the instances of them being mystified by modern technology. They run out of that house. (laughs) This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. They run out of that house. They get to the road. The paved road. And they stop because they don't know what the fuck it is. And they're like, ah! asphalt ladies and then they're like dipping their toes in it like they're gonna try out the water and when he just pushes sarah out onto the road and she screams it's firm it's firm as stone why it's a road my book Send that to your crush out of context. They Happy have... Halloween, tis firm. Tis firm. <laughs> no, don't do that. Oh Please don't do that. Oh my God. Winifred is explaining to Mary and Sarah that they have to get the book back so that they can make a potion that will make them live forever with, you know, diet youth or whatever. Lean. Yeah. <laughs> Zikandil <laughs> will run out at dawn and they will evaporate. They will cease to exist. Mm-hmm. So that's the main dilemma that we have here that's Absolutely. our that's our main conflict someone explained to me why jason marsden is voicing binks the cat they weren't satisfied with the other kid's voice is it the same voice yeah i don't know why you're right there the, the cat's voice and the the actor who plays the physical binks not the same person not the same person voice of great characters like uh i don't know another max from the goofy movie oh he's max goof and he was kovu in that lion king sequel oh really yeah he did a lot of disney stuff additional voices that kind of billing yeah i guess he's been yeah what am i recognizing him from he plays chester mcbadbat on the fairly odd parents Go, AJ. Go, AJ. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Thackeray takes them to the grave of Billy Butcherson, who was Winnie's main... Great name. Yeah. Great effort, writers. Good for you. Iconic, though. He was Winnie's main squeeze back in the day mm-hmm. until she caught him squeezing Sarah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then How does that... How does that work between Sarah and Winnie? Are they just okay? Well, it could explain why Winnie treats them like crap. Also, his accent is shit. Billy Butcherson was Winifred's lover, but she found him sporting with her sister Sarah. So she poisoned him and sewed his mouth shut with a dull needle so he couldn't tell her secrets even in death. Winifred always was the jealous type. You're Thackeray Binks. Yes. So the legends are true. Well, come along. Hell hath no fury like a witch scorned. That's that's exactly right. <laughs> Suddenly the sisters appear and try to reclaim the book. I love how Winnie calls to it. Oh. Come to mommy. Trade not. Fat and 
big stout lady feline. Still alive. And waiting for you. Oh. The witches can't chase them into the graveyard because it's hallowed ground. They can't They can't set foot there. Yeah. But Winnie's like, no problem. I'll just raise my boyfriend from the dead. Like Marie Laveau and Coven. <laughs> <laughs> Races you, those motherfuckers up. You brought her up last episode, too. I did. Billy Butcherson crawls up out of his grave looking deader than ever. It kind of freaked me out as a kid. Zombie Billy? Yeah, he did. He freaked me out a lot, even though he meant no harm. <laughs> Literally no harm. He just looks annoyed. Yeah. like, <laughs> And he proceeds to get repeatedly dismembered throughout the film. When he's like, go after them. And his general affect is like, you woke me up for this? No, like, he's mad. She's like, come on, get going. Winnie instructs Billy to hunt the children down. They're all flying on their brooms in front of what I can only imagine is a warehouse-grade industrial fan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Their cloaks blowing behind them. Billy is played by Doug Jones, who is a Ball State alum. (laughs) Chirp, chirp, go Cardinals. Oh my God. He's very unique because he's built this impressive filmography just on his body alone. Like, he... (laughs) You waggled your eyebrows. Some people would call that a porn actor. <laughs> no. No. He just, he has a very expressive, you know, I can't, now it's going to sound weird when I say He's he a has an expressive body. Yeah. <laughs> You made it weird. I I'm hate you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but like he's in lots of things where you don't see his face at all. He's just in a costume. Like if you've seen Pan's Labyrinth, he is in the fawn costume. Someone else is doing the voice, but he's in the costume. And remember Hellboy? Mm-hmm. He's Abe Sapien, the fish guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, I guess I had no idea. It's David Hyde Pierce's voice, but he's doing all of the physical oh, acting. Oh, yeah. okay. I love that stupid movie. I do too. <laughs> Billy is chasing them, and Max literally bends a tree branch back and knocks Billy's head off his shoulders. So simple. Yeah. <laughs> right before diving into a storm drain. Yeah. <sighs> What is this place, Biggs? It's the old Salem crypt. It connects to the sewer and up to the street. (laughs) Charming. Don't look up, Danny. Don't worry, I won't. Relax. I've hunted mice down here for years. Mice? I love how Binks is just like, what? It's just some catacombs. Calm down. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think that Sarah and Mary would be evil if Winnie wasn't there bossing them around all the time? No, I think they both just want to live. Yeah. (laughs) I think they just want to do their witchy thing. They're walking down the sidewalk. Mary's completely forgotten why they're chasing children. Yeah. She's like, wait, why are we doing this again? (laughs) Let us start collecting children. Why? Because, you great buffoon, we want to live forever, not just until tomorrow. The more children's lives we snatch, the longer we shall live! Like, I honestly, Her mind is elsewhere. Yeah. If they didn't have her to boss them around all the time, I think they would just be, like, doing regular middle-aged lady things. I'd hang out with Mary and Sarah. Get a drink with them? Yeah. Yeah. Winnie can't come. Winnie's mean. <laughs> Winnie is mean! <laughs> like, they catch a bus with a discount Al Bundy behind the wheel. Yeah. Oh, my God. Was this scene really necessary? Bobble, bobble, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Someone arrest that rider. But Winnie is very taken with the bus driver. Tell me, friend, what is this contraption? I call it a bus. A bus? A bus. <laughs> and its purpose? To convey gorgeous creatures such as yourselves to your most forbidden desires. I need an ice pack because you girls are giving me a fever. Oh my god. Is that really the best you can do? Oh, apparently for a bus driver in Massachusetts. Also, Salem does not have buses. You won't (laughs) convince me for a second. (laughs) Not in 1993. No! But these witches are having a lot of trouble acclimating to the 20th century. And I love comedies of misunderstanding. Yeah, I know. I love them. Because they're like, we desire children (laughs) and that creep says well it may take me a couple of tries but i can make that happen what the hell see these distributors are coming for the parents and the children right yeah very shrek s yeah we keep cutting back and forth between the bus and the catacombs and we cut back to the bus and sarah is sitting in his lap driving the bus (laughs) you idiot Again. She doesn't know what this is. <laughs> this is also the same time that the kids are trying to come up 
from the catacombs through mm-hmm. the sewer. And Billy pokes his head up out of the sewer in the street. One of my movie pet peeves when people can lift sewer covers like they're nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he just like lifts that thing up and sees that bus coming and he's like, oh no, and drops it. But who's left on the street? Oh, uh, Binks. Yeah. Binks is still up there. And we cut back into the cab of the bus and just a bump. He gets pancaked. Sarah pancakes him in the middle of the road. And they show it. Yeah. You psychos. Oh my God. He's just like, he's just, it's like a cartoon. He's just got that tire mark across his body. A flattened little carcass. And they come up out of the sewer. And who's upset? Danny. Yeah. Danny's like, no, Binks, no. And then they do the worst thing. He reinflates like a football. I don't enjoy watching that happen. Was that visual effect really worth traumatizing an entire generation of children? The sound of the bones cracking back together as it's inflating really did not sit well with me as a child. He's like, I can't die, remember? Yeah, he just just, just shrugs it off. He's like, oof, hate it when that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? The sisters get off the bus because they smell children. Winnie, I smell children. (laughs) The trick-or-treaters are out. Yeah, and and they're smelly. (laughs) (laughs) That little girl dressed as an angel runs up to them and goes, Bless you. (laughs) Sisters, I'm very confused. I I smell children, but I I don't see children. I... I've lost my power! I haven't seen this movie in years. I forgot about Gary and Penny Marshall. This is what I wanted to get to! I know! I knew it! I knew it! Because Gary Marshall, in all of his Gary glory, (laughs) comes out on a front porch in the street, dressed as the devil, and goes, Ah! Ha 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 ha! And Winnie turns right around and goes, They all go, Master! And they all run up. Again, comedy of misunderstanding is some of my favorite comedy. (laughs) Because they think he's the Dark Lord himself. Yeah. Satan. The master! Yeah. And he thinks that they're just three middle-aged women dressed as the Sanderson sisters. Yeah, he thinks they're just here for a good time. (laughs) He invites them in. Offer some cocktails. They are starstruck. They're stupefied by this modern household. They are all up in the kitchen, looking at all his shit. I love how Winnie's looking around the kitchen going, Ah, a torture chamber. (laughs) In another room, Mary has discovered the television. (laughs) And she's just flicking through it. Very excitedly. Sarah spends the whole time trying to get into Satan's pants. Yeah. She's like, Master, let me please you. The Dark Lord, Gary Marshall. He introduces them to his wife. Played by his sister. Yeah. Penny Marshall. Yeah, and Penny, (laughs) she is just in her robe. She's got a cocktail. She's trying to enjoy the nerve-wracking night that is Halloween. She's got her curlers in. Yeah. She's got Cheeto puffs. And her little, her she's got like, the curlers like, squig- like, does she have snakes in her hair? It's ringlet curlers. Yeah, she has ringlet curlers and they're all coming down and Winifred's like, just Medusa. <laughs> My three favorite witches. Are you broads a little old to be trick-or-treating? We'll be younger in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Me too. She goes upstairs, like, to go to bed or something and comes back downstairs and finds Sarah dancing. Slowly. Yeah. With with Gary. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when she's done. She She... takes the remote out of Mary's hand, turns off the television. And says, get out of my house. Yeah, get out. Get out of my house. And Winnie's like, why don't you make us? And she sicks the Yorkie on them. Yeah. They're terrified of this small little dog. That's not usually what you think of when you think of a hellhound. You're relentless. (laughs) You don't think that's funny? Oh, cross. (laughs) So this trio of children, they're going to tell a cop everything that's been happening so far. I love this. Including the fact that Max is a virgin. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't leave that out. Are you a virgin? Yeah. Really? Look, I'll get a tattoo to my forehead, okay? Officer, this is not a prank. Really? Hey! I put my life on the line to protect this community, and you punks pull this? Get out of here. Like, 
I love this bit. I don't like the connotation, but I love the execution. Yeah. Because the cop tells them to piss off. And the sex worker, this lady of the evening, wanders onto the curb. And she's like, what was that about? And he's like, eh, they were just doing some dumb kid stuff. And then she gets on the back of his motorcycle. <laughs> and he goes, they thought I was a real cop. <laughs> Oh my god. Comedy. Time to panic because the sisters go outside the house. Yeah. Three children have made off with their broomsticks. Yes. They're I'm like, ho- oh, cool, real witch brooms. I'm horrified. Yeah. They they have no idea what those things are. Yeah. Those children are deceased. Yeah, they literally imagine, what if they actually got on them and flew away? <laughs> what if they didn't know how to make the broom go back down? Oh my god. What if they never long bottomed themselves? Into the Massachusetts Sound. Like, <laughs> their brooms have been, quote, purloined. I love that word. Purloined. <laughs> they figured out that everyone's just dressed up and they know it wasn't the real Satan and uh. that these are really children all around them. Is this the witch equivalent of finding out that Santa Claus isn't real? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't our master. <laughs> Elsewhere, the kids are going to the costume party that their parents were going to mm-hmm. because they, they have to tell mom and dad. <laughs> I don't know why they think that the best course of action is to tell the adults because they've so far been non-helpful. Dad is dressed up like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh-uh-uh. Dadula. Oh, fuck. I forgot. <laughs> I can't decide if Dadula. What the fuck? I can't decide if that's the best or worst dad joke I've ever heard. But who's mom? She's dressed as Madonna. With the cone boobies. I'm sorry, the cone yabos. (laughs) That's too good. Her yabos are coned. The children are scandalized. There's this sexy skeleton man singing Frank Sinatra. Yeah, it's a pretty swank party. Yeah. They're singing witchcraft, which is a little on the nose, but I can dig it. I can dig it. My brother's a virgin, he lit the black flame candle, the witches are back from the dead and they're after us. We need help. How much candy have you had, honey? Mom, I haven't OD'd, I haven't even had a piece. The real witches, they're gonna fly and they're gonna eat all the kids in Salem. They're real. They're trying to tell them the truth. And meanwhile, the Sanderson sisters have arrived. Mm-hmm. They followed their scent. Because they still have the book. The kids still have the book. And they're running out of, uh, not daylight, but nighttime I feel like that's to a, get it back. I feel like that's a real sense that you have, though. Personally. What? You can probably smell your books. I can smell my books, yes. <laughs> Where are my books? I smell my books. They're nearby. Where's my Sailor Moon manga? <laughs> oh, cross. <laughs> I'm a weeb. I'm a, I'm a closet weeb. <sighs> The sisters are, like, moving around the party, trying to find the kids. Let's weed out the kids. And I just have in my notes, oh, Max, honey, no. Oh, no, 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 no. This never works. Yeah. He gets up on stage and takes the microphone away from the band leader. Your kids are in danger. What are you doing? 300 years ago, the Sanderson sisters bewitched people. Now they've returned from their grave. <laughs> hey, man, I'm serious. It's not a joke. This has gone far enough. I know this sounds dumb, but they're here tonight. They're right over there. They shine the light on the Sanderson sisters in the crowd, and Winnie just runs with it. I'm sorry. Winnie ceases to exist at this moment, and Bet takes the stage. Oh, that's so true. Uh, Winnie becomes Bet immediately in that moment. genius because she gets up there and she starts singing and she's hypnotizing the adults yeah to just dance forever until they literally die of exhaustion yeah it's crazy it's kind of poetic don't you think yeah they went out to a party left their kids unsupervised and now their kids are gonna get eaten and they're gonna be punished for partying the kids leave the party they don't really know that anything bad is happening they just they're just trying to nope out of there. The sisters follow the kids' trail to the school. The kids 
managed to trick them into going into the kiln. In the art department. Yeah. (laughs) Arts programs save lives. (laughs) Fund your arts programs. All right. Let's bake these witches like clay. (laughs) They put like a boom box in there and the sisters just follow the voices inside. Yeah. And they slam the door shut and they turn it on. (laughs) They're trying to blow out the flames. Again, this is horrifying. Yeah. Watching them burn to death. Yeah. But guess what, stupid? It didn't work. Because they're undead. Like... Yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> they, they still have the magic of the black candle protecting them, right? They, yeah, they just end up getting out of there. Like, the kids, like, are rejoicing and so excited. Jumping for joy. That, that they've, they've, just... they've ended the Sanderson sisters. Meanwhile, the Sanderson sisters just kind of break down the door, and they're just singed. Their pride is hurt, but that's about all. <laughs> Binks is feeling very vindicated. Is mm-hmm. He's feeling like he avenged his sister's death. Mm-hmm. And, and it's all a lie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, no, we're not there yet. <laughs> you really miss her, don't you? Man, you can't keep blaming yourself for that. That happened so long ago. Take good care of Danny Max. You'll never know how precious she is until you lose her. I love you. I love you too. Oh, <laughs> here we am. We need that full house like. <laughs> I love how all of them come home and they're like, hi, mom. Hi, dad. We got a cat. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're inducting Banks into the family. I guess. He's kind of like Inigo Montoya after all those years. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> so much of my life has been about revenge. I don't really know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> Come live with us. Flashback to the party and the parents are still going like it's 1977. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can pick a favorite joke from this movie, but this one's near the top because... The sisters have happened upon Jay and Ernie, who are just being delinquents at three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And they're like, man, why is it always the ugly chicks that stay out late? And they pivot very slowly. Mm -hmm. And I love it because you think they're going to be mad about the word ugly. Mm -hmm. But Bette Midler turns around and she goes, chicks. (laughs) And they put them in cages. Yeah. Where they belong. Where they do belong, yes. (laughs) Since they can't find the book, Winnie's just trying to remember the potion, but she can't really. Uh This is where she leans out the window. Come home or make myself known. (laughs) This is me when I've lost my phone. (laughs) Oh, phone. Make thyself known. Yeah. The book hears its mistress calling. It opens that one creepy eyeball. Mm -hmm. I hate that thing. Also, can we talk about the fact that uh, Allison just spent the night in the bedroom with Danny and Binks and Max? Yeah. Max spooned her for the rest of the evening. Have her parents not realized that she is no longer at the party? (laughs) (laughs) It's very late. See, here's where they went wrong. The kids are going to use the book to find a way to get Banks' his sister back. Or something. It's some full metal alchemist bullshit. Now that we've rid ourselves of the witches, let's do witchcraft. <laughs> it will end badly. Yeah. Stupid kids making stupid decisions. But it doesn't even matter because the book is snitching on them. They open that book and it's just like, ding, 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 here we are. Here we are. <laughs> like a pin drop yeah. on a map app. <laughs> so the sisters are off on a kitchen broom. A mop. And Mary is on a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> That's my favorite image in the whole movie. Winnie, I'm coming. She's on an old vacuum cleaner. Cut back to the house. The kids are like, oh, look, magic and stuff. Yeah. And Binks jumps on their laps to close the book. He's like, are you out of your goddamn mind? I specifically told you not to. <laughs> He's like, that's bad stuff. Don't mess with it. You are ruining all of this. So wait a minute. He's taking Allison out of the house at 5 a.m. And he brings her out into the hallway and starts calling out for his parents. This is the 90s. You had a girl in your bedroom overnight. Yeah, you better be shitting bricks. (laughs) 
they go down to the kitchen to get some salt to protect them on the walk home because salt keeps the witches away. This feature brought to you by Morton Salt, the only salt recommended by experts on the occult. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) They hear a commotion upstairs and they interrupt the sisters trying to kidnap Danny and Binks. Allison throws salt around her like, not today, sisters. (laughs) What a clever little white witch. But it will not save thy friends. No. Come, sisters. The candle's magic is almost spent. Dawn approaches. (laughs) They literally blow the roof off of Max's house. Yeah. I simply must be going. (laughs) My planet needs me. I simply must be going. Sarah uses her Jigglypuff vocals to Pied Piper all of the children out of their beds and head over to the Sanderson house. You should just play it. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. I swear to God, I know I always say this, but if it weren't for Allison, they'd all be dead. Yeah, it's a common theme. <laughs> She's the one who puts two and two together about the candle's magic. Yeah. So they've got to formulate a plan to rescue his sister, their cat, and prevent three witches from having all the town's children as their life force. Oh yeah, Danny got snatched. Yeah, Danny's tied to a chair in the Sanderson cottage. Danny is literally inches from death and she does not give a care yeah, at all she is <laughs> she is eight years old i love her she's like she is eight years old strapped to a chair just like <laughs> do it scum <laughs> the lives of all my little friends will be mine oh. and i shall be young and beautiful again forever it doesn't matter how young or old you are you sold your soul you're the ugliest thing that's ever lived you know it! You die fast. I love the hilariously sized spoon they're trying to use to force feed her this potion. Oh, Christ. <laughs> You've got to get something that'll actually fit in her mouth for crying out loud. Max manages to trick the sisters into thinking that the sun is rising. Yeah. <laughs> and all the kids are still like, all hail plankton, you know? And... <laughs> they do stick some red tape over the headlights yeah and then the, no no yeah they make it look like the, the sun is rising the headlights of the car again they just accept it yeah. they just melt to the ground like they did the first time <laughs> what it's not a very well thought out plan no because eventually they gotta drive away yeah and you know they made all the potion very quickly Max kicks over the cauldron this is one of those moments where I feel for the Sanderson sisters <laughs> Because they put in all because that work. Because goddamn it, has it been a night? <laughs> and you just spilled my whole vat of potion again? Well, not the whole thing. There's just enough for one kid. Mm-hmm. So they gotta go after the kids. She's just like, Mylene! <laughs> Stop! My purple drink! My scissor! I love how they all escape and they leave Jay and Ernie behind. Yeah, they don't let them out. They, don't, they, they are, they are up, strung up in cages and they will not let them out. No, I love how Max takes his shoes back yes! right before they leave them behind. By the time the witches figure it out, they're already in the truck and out of there. Yeah. They're like swimming upstream of a current of zombie children headed to the house. Curses! Foiled again. <laughs> they get to the cemetery where Billy is waiting for them. Yeah. And there's a struggle. Max has a knife. Yeah. And Billy just wrenches it out of his hand this is when Winnie flies up and starts barking orders at Billy. Uh huh. Billy! Billy, listen to me! Kill him if you must! Just bring me that child, that daddy! And put some wiggle in it, you putrid, pestering saw! He has a hold of that knife, 
and he cuts his mouth stitches open. When he does that, it makes me want to barf. Because of what crawls out? Oh, God. He just, like, coughs. Yeah. And, like, 300 years worth of dirt. And bugs. And Yeah. He gives Winnie the business. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, you bitch. Killed me and sewed my mouth shut. It was a bit of an overreaction. Yeah. I don't care who he was screwing. Not a proportional response. You don't do that, Winnie. (laughs) Trollop, you blocktooth, mop-rhyme, firefly from hell. Ah! I've waited centuries to say that. Say what you want, just don't breathe on me. They all run away, and I love how he has to explain to them. They're like, no, 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 he's a good zombie. Yeah. (laughs) He's on our side. (laughs) They pull the Morton salt out of the Nike's duffel bag. Nike, the only bag for carrying the only salt that keeps the demons at bay. Just do it. <laughs> so they make a circle of salt and like spread and then and they leave Danny in the middle of it because mm-hmm. she's the only kid. So yeah. she's the one that's immediately vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then they all spread out so that the Sanderson sisters can't get to them all at once. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, back and forth with, like, Danny getting snatched and then, like, she's a, people are chasing her. It's a very chaotic scene. Mm-hmm. But eventually what happens is that Winnie's about to force feed her this potion. Mm-hmm. And Binks stops her by, like, knocking it out of her hand. And then Max, oh, Max, our hero Max, mm-hmm. he grabs the potion And drinks it instead, so they have to drain his life force. Mm -hmm. Max drinks that potion. Yeah. And Winnie comes down on her broom. It's very epic. What a fool to give up thy life for thy sisters. That says a lot about Winnie. Wow. You know, I never did think about that. Yeah, because she treats her sister like shit. That's a direct diss. It is. Wow. It's uh, it's some beautiful irony, right? Yeah. Because she would never lay down for her sisters. Exactly. But he's going to lay down his life for his little sister. Mm-hmm. I would, I would drink toilet water for you, Ross. Oh, my God. <laughs> would you really? Yes, I would. That's so sweet. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> and then Winnie takes a big, tall drink of Max. Oh, gross. Yeah, she's like... Yeah, more of that, you know? She starts draining the life from him, and he kind of lights up like he's a dead Jedi or something. (laughs) Yeah, that too. (laughs) The sun is starting to come over the horizon. And Bet sees it. Yeah. When he sees it, she's like, "Mm, mm, mm," you know? (laughs) Sarah and Mary keep trying to fly away, but they've got like Mary's vacuum cord. And then, like, there's just the moment. Yeah. her down by the vacuum cord. Sarah flies too high up, and guess what? What? She meets the sun. (laughs) And she just looks very ethereal and regal, but she just kind of bursts into dust. Sarah goes first, and then Mary, (laughs) who they let go of the cord, and she flies all the way up into the view of the sun, and she goes, oh, bye-bye. And then just (laughs) bursts. Winnie's like, She's not in the direct sunlight, I guess, which is why this doesn't immediately happen for her. Yeah, and also Winnie's transformation into nothingness. Why is that so different? Is way different than Sarah and Mary. Maybe it's because she's the most evil. Yeah, because the sun finally hits her and she turns into stone. Yeah, like the derpiest stone statue. She, her last breath is her calling out for book. Also, Stone Winnie looks a little bit different it's like that, than Live Winnie. It's like that painting of Jesus that was restored really poorly. Yeah. In no way resembles her. It's just like plaster of Paris. And then the, In- the sun illuminates it and she just explodes. Thank God those wenches are gone. I know. It's been a long ass night. Yeah. In no uncertain terms... Banks falls over and dies without anybody noticing. Deflation. Yeah. He dies on Emily's grave. Yeah. My spooky, spooky emotions. (laughs) They're too busy having a nice brother and sister moment to even notice. Mm -hmm. Just like, hey, I love you. I love you. Very nice. The cat is dead. And then, you know, they're like, Minx, Minx, me. 
Binks appears by virtue of the goddamn force. Yeah. And tells he's in human form. Uh-huh. And he tells the kids not to be sad for him because he's finally been given the sweet release of death. Mm. <laughs> the witches are dead. My soul's finally free. You freed me, Danny. Thank you. Hey, Max. Thanks for lighting the candle. For early 90s effects, it's not that bad. Like, yeah. He, he's translucent, but he does kind of look like he's there for him. Mm-hmm. He's there with them. Like, you could put a couple Ewoks dancing around, and it would be very, <laughs> very on color. So Binks and his sister walk off into the sunrise. Oh, you mean that little troublemaker that started all this? <laughs> Where's that justice? <laughs> If she hadn't friggin' gone out in the woods to do lean. You want her to answer for her? Yeah. Come on, Emily. This has got to be one of my favorite, like, closing lines in movies. That great beans, what took thee so long? I'm sorry, Emily. I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. What a weird note to go out on. Yeah, what the... I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. This is a Disney film. Oh my God. What the hell? During the credits, we get like a scene with the credits playing over it. We see that the parents have been released from their spell. (laughs) Finally. They look like they've been on Molly for a week straight. Yes, yes. And then, oh, and Jay and Ernie are still in their cages singing Row, Row Your Bow. Yeah. The last thing we see before Black is the book's eye opening again. Mm -hmm. Are we going to get a sequel? No. (laughs) Because it is 2019. (laughs) And it has been almost your entire life since this film came out. Stop that. Well, it's 26, but you know what I mean? You a a baby. Knock it off. You a baby, Carrie, when this came out. I'm having an existential crisis over here. Your whole lifespan is since Hocus Pocus. Stop it. Sorry. I am one Hocus Pocus old. You are. (laughs) If you, if you include pre-production, <laughs> I am one Hocus Pocus old. You are one Hocus Pocus old. That's it! It is! Oh my goodness. I love this movie. It I is, do too. You know, it's it, a Halloween staple. It was not popular when it came out. No, but it has developed quite a cult following. No, yeah. one, no one wanted to see a Halloween movie in July. But Bette is just so camp. She is. And then you've got... I'm glad it's developed a cult following because you just need those holiday movies, man, mm-hmm. that you can go back to over and over again. Yeah, I love watching it every single time. I never get tired of it. There's so many good jokes. And we are entering holiday seasons. Yes. So we're going to be discussing lots of those, won't we? I'm glad we used this to kick it off. I know, me too. I just love that, you know, like you said, when this film came out, you're right, not the biggest success. But today, I just love that there's such evidence of how beloved that it is. Right? You know, I, there's such evidence that it has, it has kind of built its own way up through time and become a staple in pop culture when it comes to spooky season. I had to stop myself from buying a $50 t-shirt in the Disney store last week Uh that had like all of them on it in this amazing art style. Yeah. I had to, I had to stop myself from buying a jacket that said bad witch. Yeah. On the back. Like they're just, they're just iconic. Exactly. They've become iconic. Bette Midler still does this shtick on tour. Mm -hmm. She still sings this song and, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, who has a pop culture life of her own, yeah. she, people sometimes forget she's in this movie. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. They, and, like, they don't, when you list off her creds, this isn't really one of the things that pops up. And I can't look at Mary and connect her to Peggy Hill from King of the Hill. Yeah. Even though that's definitely her most iconic role. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre. And you're right. It's just created this weird little life and existence for itself. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it when I was little, little. I think I was like a tween or a teen by the time I'd finally seen it. Because Mm -hmm. ABC was like playing it every night of the freaking week. Yeah. (laughs) ABC's 30 Nights of Halloween. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this was always on every year. ABC, 25 Days of Christmas. (laughs) No, it's 13 Nights of Halloween. So yeah, I was a teenager and this was one of those movies that I saw and I started to think... I should be nicer to my younger sibling. 
Aw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because. You should. I I know. <laughs> I've already apologized for being a I dick know. to you. I know. <laughs> In more ways than one. The court forgives you for being a dick to children. Thank you. <laughs> if you have a sibling, you know, if, if it's possible for you to have a good relationship with them, you should. Mm. Because they know you the longest. They're the people closest to your past and mm-hmm. the people you're most likely to depend on in the future. Yeah. Wear sunscreen. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and if I hadn't started being nice to you, we literally wouldn't be sitting here right now. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have a podcast together. Thank you, Hocus Pocus, for making my sister like me more. <laughs> my god okay oh brother. my goodness yes first halloween show of the season mm. do you feel spooky i feel spooked <laughs> so here's what i think we're gonna do what we did a kid one yeah hocus pocus is mostly kid oriented <laughs> except for that inappropriate bus driver scene and there's only so many <laughs> there's only so many weeks in a month and since this is spooky month we get four shows yeah you know i thought we'd do a real spooky one for the next Oh, so like a spooky, scary, spooky, scary? Mm-hmm. Now you're going to hate me. Oh, no. Because this is some meta shit. Uh-huh. But we are going to do the 2006, dare I say, classic. Oh? Silent Hill. Oh, God. I knew it. I knew you'd be displeased. No, no, no. I love Silent Hill. Is it a classic? No. I think many would argue that it's not. But, like, I really love this film. Yeah. And it, it's a film that I love to study. Yeah. So, like... God. Yeah, no, it's 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 wild. Uh, You're really tapping into some of your childhood fears here. No, yeah, that's the thing. This, this film encompasses... I know I seem too giddy about it, but this film has an effect on me that a lot of films don't. I'm excited. I'm excited. You're way it. too excited to be scared. I know, I I'm know. I'm right there with you, buddy. Absolutely. Yes. Amen. If you guys want more Hocus Pocus fun, you should totally check out my buddy Mike's podcast, The Equalizers. Yes. Every week, he and his co-host, Madison, they get together and they pitch movie prequels and sequels to movies that stand alone. Mm -hmm. They never got a prequel or a sequel. Nice. The Bedknobs and Broomsticks episode is a personal favorite. Oh. But they also have a great episode on Hocus Pocus. So if you want to know what a Hocus Pocus sequel might look like, go check out The Equalizer. Mike, I'm going to have to listen. Yeah. I'm sorry that I haven't so far, but I'll be listening. The Bedknobs and Broomsticks episode is pretty good. Yay. <laughs> you can find them on Podbean and Apple Podcasts. I will drop the link in the description. Guys, go follow us on Twitter. I think I'm going to get it right this time. It's Kick in Stream. That's right. On Twitter, at Kick and Stream. And don't forget to get over to Apple Podcasts, guys, and leave us a review. The more reviews we get, the more times we show up in People's Recommended. Mm -hmm. We can grow an audience that way. We'd really appreciate it. Yes. From one spooky, from a pair of spooky siblings to everyone else. I feel like we're Wikipedia right now. Yeah. When you're just trying to look something up and there's that bar that drops down and is like, hey, (laughs) we need to average $16.50 per donation in order to survive. See this? See this crap below? You're not going to have any more of that if you don't give us some money. How are you going to finish your history project? How else are you going to find out that Brandy and Ray J are brother and sister? Right? (laughs) You still can't get over that? I can't! That was fried. All right. More quality content coming to you from Kicking and Streaming. Until next time, I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And as always, sorry, Sorry, Mom. Mom.